Yes, yes, it is DJ Ski from Dash Radio, and you are now listening to the number one South Asian radio station in the world. I'm talking about Ruckus Avenue Radio, Dash Radio's exclusive South Asian station. Let's go. I'm a doctor, a father, an American, an Indian. I've had conversations about life from every angle, and as I've navigated the South Asian experience, I share stories of people and their purpose. And what they're saying over and over again is, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and on this episode of Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, we welcome Apeksha Dandekar, the talented singer-songwriter. Stay tuned. For me, and much to the chagrin of my own family, I take great pride in the peak of vocal artistry that happens when I'm singing in the shower. Mind you, as most shower singers likely think, I'm convinced that I sound pretty amazing. Enough so that I can momentarily convince myself that I just might be able to convince someone else and sway others to hear what I'm hearing. Now thankfully, for a professional artist like Apeksha Dandekar, there's really no convincing needed for anyone as her beautiful and soulful voice is enough proof that she's the real deal. Born in Pune, India, she was raised in London and now calls Mumbai home. A singer and songwriter, Apeksha was a feature performer on season two of the Coke Studio Project. Her passion for listening to all music makes her comfortable performing in a variety of genres, from classical Indian to Hindi, Marathi, or Tamil film songs to traditional R&B not to mention her absolute secret, but not so secret, love for rap and hip hop. When you hear Apeksha sing, she sounds so amazingly smooth, liquid, unforced, and effortless. So I asked her how she views the craft of being a singer and the work and rigor that's involved. You know, is singing a craft? I mean, do you feel like you have to work at it, or is it just something that kind of comes naturally from the soul and that expression? doesn't necessarily need a whole lot of rigor and work. Uh, no, I think it definitely needs work. Um, like anything, uh, you know, the, the vocal cords are a muscle and if you don't exercise them, they're just going to get weak Atrophy. and lazy yeah. and yeah, and be sitting on a sofa somewhere watching TV. So that's what that is, you know, so they're not going to help you out. In, in return, you know, so um, I think it is important, but it's weird because I've always been asked how I sing or how I manage to reach a certain note. And um, I actually never really trained properly uh, until I came to India about 12 years ago. And yeah. I found a teacher who's, uh, we call her auntie. Her name's Gita Prim. Okay. And, uh, it's just a very ghargutti kind right. of atmosphere. Yeah. And, and it's and does great. That, does, does that make it easier then to develop? I think it does because there's no, it's not steeped in that guru, shishya kind of tradition in that sense. You know, like it's become like a family. So I go over, we have chai and then, um, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll chat just in general about things. Right. And then we have a class. 
um, and, and that's it. It's, it, was, it was just really nice to kind of be in that atmosphere. It creates a musical kind of atmosphere that's a little more easygoing and she encourages us to perform. She knows yeah. that that's our work. So it's not a sense of, I'll only teach you so much and then, right. you know, yeah, yeah. which and I you know. have heard happens a lot. And it's, I mean, it's kind of unfathomable to me because I, if I was teaching someone, I would right. want to just give them all the knowledge I have. And just, in fact, if they sang something better than me after teaching them, I'd be overjoyed about it. So, right. <laughs> you know, so I'd be like, wow, that's great. You know, so, but I don't think everyone feels that way. Yeah. I think a lot of tradition is steeped in the fact that, you know, I think earlier what happened is a lot of people would stay with their gurus mm -hmm. and it would, you know, it, it was a different kind of world. And yeah. now um, things are a lot more fast paced, which I'm not yeah. saying that Riyaz has to be fast paced, but yeah. I think our teacher understands that. And she knows that we've, like I've come to her because this is what I'm pursuing as a career. Yeah. So she'll go over voice culture and she'll um, just go over expression. And, you know, she said that classical singing is, Shastriya Sangeet is such a deep study sure. that doing it, I mean, you can start at any age, but you really have to kind of be right into it to kind of, you know, yeah. learn everything properly. Mm -hmm. And it takes years and years. So she's like, right now, uh, you know, you can learn a basic bandish and the tumris and, um, mm -hmm. you know, a voice culture and exercises to be able to perform because that's right. what you want to do or to be able to record. She's like, expression is so important. And um, so I love that because even if she teaches a tumri or something, she, she's like, go out and perform it. You don't mm. have to keep it to you. She's like, people don't hear these things now. Right. So she's like, just go out and sing it. She's like, you should be singing this. Just yeah. sing it for people. Like, you know, she's, she's more like encouraging about it. than we're like, yeah, 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 we will. We will. But she's <laughs> kind of like, do it. You know? Yeah. So, so, well, and then that's, it's exactly what happened because yeah. I used it for Coke studio with the, right. uh, with Garsh, who you also interviewed, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and that's what, I mean, I managed to use those lessons and I was like, okay, now I'm singing a Tumri and kind of right. in a fusion way, which also she doesn't mind. She's like, yeah, right. if that's how it's going to get out to more viewers and listeners. Like just that idea of being able to naturally express yourself. And yeah. I think what you just said, which is, you know, you're combining or making a fusion of this idea of a relaxed environment and mm. break, not having the rigid walls of confining yourself to a particular style. Exactly. And is that kind of, and I think is that an example that, of kind of your style and who you definitely. are? Definitely. It's, I try and be as versatile as I can. Yeah. I think that's only because, because I kind of found a natural inclination towards singing. And I found that or my parents, when I was in London, found that I could, I could sing. Um, yeah. And I think that they encouraged that and people around me supported and encouraged that, you know. And I, th I think that's really important as well, because I feel that, especially maybe in our culture, uh, now it's not so much, but I think this kind of industry in general or kind yeah. of singing and acting is not seen as a career, Still, I feel in, in, yeah, in a lot of families. Maybe if I'd really started fully training um, 
and was only into a certain style mm -hmm. as a kid. Maybe I might not be able to sing other things with as much authenticity or, you know, right. I, I think, I think the only reason that I can come close to that is because growing up, I was listening to so many different types of music. Sure. Um, and I was kind of, but I was still learning because yeah. it wasn't that I would play like a classical song or even a Ghazal or an Asha Bosle um, song or a Lauren Hill song or yeah. an Alanis Morissette song. And I would yeah. just like, start singing it straight away. Sure. It, it, I, I could, I could pick up the tune, but there were little nuances and little expressions and ways that they sung the words that I heard a different way every time I heard it. And I would be like, oh, that's not how I learned it last time. And right. at that time I had those cassettes. So, yeah. okay, I'm showing my age now, but at that time I had those cassettes. That's okay. I and, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, why stop, why stop playing? Yeah. No, and I'd just go over that same thing over and over again, just on my own. And I right. still do that because I still can't just get it like that. You know, when someone's like, oh, how did you do that? And mm. I was like, I've sat and like learnt it from that person right. because it still amazes me. People singing still amazes me. And I think I prefer to sometimes listen more than sing. You know, when you're, when you're a working artist and, mm -hmm. um, or even a working actor, is there a natural joy to the everyday creation? Or is it all a buildup to making that kind of hit or that masterpiece? Yes, I mean, that whole process is, it kind of, um, and I'm, I can be a bit of a control freak, so I like to, I'm, and I'm my, big, oh, my, my own biggest critique. So when I hear my vocals and then I'm like listening to every little thing and I think I'm just annoying the sound engineers, so I'm quite aware I do that. So, so I think it's that process, um, of course, is, um, becomes the center of everything where you're kind of focusing on, you know, that project or that song and how the mix sounds and how the vocal production is. And you kind of get into all of like, there's a song I'm working on right now. It's in collaboration um, with a, a producer from Italy and uh, mm. we're kind of just doing it back and forth where we're sending sure. each other WhatsApps and voice messages. And, you know, I can't speak Italian. His English is good but I right. mean you know he's not as confident so it's kind of all it's just all about it just the music kind of brings it together so yeah. I think um so when you're working on a certain project yeah I think uh, as creative people and artists we get a little obsessive over mm. um certain things but generally like I prefer like those things are kind of things that you do in a certain time or mm. You know, you have to kind of sit down. It's, it's quite difficult, actually, for me to sit down and then they're just like, okay, you need to write lyrics for this. This is what it is. Right. You have like half an hour and I'm like, okay. So like, you're trying to like draw inspiration from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like, and singers are like actors. Singers are actors normally, I feel. Mm. Because we're, when we're expressing ourselves through lyrics or music or anything, we're acting like it's, you have to find that emotion from somewhere, even if you don't necessarily feel it at that time. And does you know? that, so, that day-to-day process of perfecting it, is there, a, is there a joy to that? Is there something that's like, yeah, even when I'm, you know, collaborating with somebody from afar or I'm trying to even, you know, give some instruction to the sound engineer, yeah. um, that, there, that there's some actual value to that. And that yeah, leads up course. to something, of course, that's much, much bigger. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's always because you're part of that creative process then. And it's yeah. always nice to be, I mean, see, in, 
uh, when you're kind of singing for films and stuff, that doesn't really happen because it's all set up for you. You just go in there, you record and you yeah. leave, um, you know. Uh, but when you're doing it as a collaborative process with someone, yeah. you kind of have a right to make suggestions or, you know, it's, it, it's a creative thing that you're both doing. And I think that's the satisfaction of that yeah. is... 10 times more, even if it's not a big banner or it's not a, you know, but it's kind of, it's something you've made. And I think that's what everyone, I mean, when you sing for a film, the music composer, the music director has made that song. So for them, it's, yeah. it's that, it's their baby. So it, it is yeah. like that. And even when you sing a song, if I sing a song that I really love, like, um, you yeah. know, I sang a song in yellow that Koshal yeah. Inamda wrote. Right. So that's a really special song for me because yeah. um, it, I think it kind of, goes to the areas of my voice or my style where, you know, I could experiment with that. And it's a Marathi song, you know, yes. and Koshal Inamdar is out of his comfort zone, writing something that's different to him, yeah. um, you know? So, and I think so when it's a process like that, or like how I did Coke Studio with Gersh, even though the Tumri is an older one, that's the one I brought to the table to mix in with the song, English song that he already had. Yeah. And so it kind of all becomes a collaboration. Um, but yes, when, even on a day to day, when I'm just at home, if mm -hmm. I'm just, even if I'm just learning a new song yeah. or I've just, or I sing a inflection or like a, you know, like a riff that I couldn't do before. And then I just, I'm just like, I got it. I got oh, it. Wow. I think I got it. And then I'm like, let me do it 10 more times just to make sure I got it. You know? So it's just, I still get that that joy. It's not that, you know, just because I've been singing for ages and I'm older and I still feel that magic. And You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. After a quick break, we're going to come back and join the conversation with Apeksha Dandekar. Stay tuned. Seema Goval with Fab Life 360 and you can check out RakasAvenueRadio.com for more information and for the latest on station programming and more. Welcome back to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin the conversation with Apeksha Dandekar where we talk about her diverse background and how it frames her identity as a singer. If you can be able to try and flow from Kishori Tai and Billie Eilish at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that because there's a really great artist to chose there for that. Yeah, comparison. exactly. So, yes. uh, but, you know, as a self-noted Brunei-born, London-raised, yes. Brit-Asian Marathi woman, yes. Um, yes. you know, all, this whole journey and this whole kind of melange of all these experiences how has that kind of framed your, your brand or your identity to your music? Um, that's, a, that's actually that's a great question because I feel that that's what I was talking about, about even finding that identity or having, you know, being able to put yourself in a certain bracket right. is difficult when you're kind of 
in that creative zone and you want to do different things, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a classical singer at all. I'm, uh, so I'm not in that zone. I'm not just a Bollywood film singer. Right. I don't just sing English songs. Yeah. Um, again, in English songs, I don't just sing ballads or I don't just sing like blues or I don't just, yeah. it's, I mean, I secretly love to rap as well. Like I just walk around the house rapping and Abhi's like, hmm, really? So, you know, so, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing so, yeah, about that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't just hear like rap music or just, yeah. you know, I, I hear, especially if lyrics are good, I hear how they're taking one lyric into another, into another line right. and how they're using the rhythm to do that. And it's really interesting. It's a skill that not everyone can do. I mean, even if I try and write, like, I mean, here, you know, people will ask me to write a rap or something for a yeah. film thing, you know, and it's a very basic thing. It's like a very cheesy, basic kind of sure. <laughs> rap to do, you know? I wonder if you um, like it because it impresses you. It, it's, it's a, you know, it's like, wow, like you, you, you know, I know that for uh, music or a song or, you know, there's a, there's a feel you get um, to it. There's yes. something that actually hits you very, very viscerally. Exactly. Right. It's very emotional. Mm. Um, it's, it's kind of, I mean, that's why I, I studied psychology um, at university yeah. and um, you know, there was uh, many people doing like an art psychology course or music psychology where colors or types of music, they have a big influence on your mood, on your state of mind mm. in that day. You, you, it happens to everyone. I mean, I, you know, I'll want to listen to music and like, I'm, maybe I'm just going for a shower and I put the Bluetooth on and I, I put, put on a song and then I'm like, mm, no, I don't feel like listening to that. And yeah. then I'm like, mm, no, 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 that's not my mood. You know, and I'll keep going through like five, six and I'm like, right. yeah, I think that's this it. is what I feel. Or sometimes I'll just switch it off and yeah. I'll be like, I don't want to, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to listen to yeah. anything right now, especially that happens, especially after shows. You just yeah. want some quiet, quiet. because, right. yeah, you want the music of silence sometimes. <laughs> but it's, but you know, so it's definitely a mood thing. And um, sometimes listening to something can put you in a better mood. You know, right. sometimes, yeah, sometimes listening to something can help you just cry your eyes out and just get it out of your system. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I mean, in, in that same light of being able to say, hey, here's something that's either coming naturally, like you're singing an English song, or here's something that's actually a little bit more complex and challenging, and you're really up for that challenge, and mm. it brings you excitement in that way. You yeah. know, reflecting back on the things that you've done and accomplished, and you've performed all around the world, mm. and, mm. you know, a variety of different venues and different styles of music, is there, is there something for you you know, whether it's been a, a commercial success or not, is there something for me, for you that you're most proud of in that way? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I keep going back to Coke Studio, but I think that for me, that was kind of a pivotal point where um, I think people who have a perception that I only sing English songs or I can mm. only do a certain style, which is, so far from what right. I've always tried to do, you know? So, um, it, yeah, I think that kind of um, 
gave me that leverage or that confidence to be like, okay, I mean, I've sung a Tumri, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like in India. <laughs> right. It, yeah. I'm not singing it somewhere else where they don't really know. It's all right. They just get impressed with like a lot. Like, let's be, let's be honest. So like, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Indian style of music, you know? So it's just like, yeah. So abroad, like they're just fascinated with it, whatever you sure. sing, you know? So What's that a novelty? But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas here, I mean, you'll see a little kid just walking along the street who can probably right. hold a note and Bunk do a dance that's just like, whoa, you know? So it's crazy. So um, I think just to get the opportunity to do something like that where I could show my Indian side and my Western side right. where, you know, I'm, I'm Indian, I'm, I'm Marathi, but I've grown up in that world and to kind of be able to put them both together yeah it was it's it will always be very special for me because uh to get that opportunity and to work with someone like garish and the amazing musicians that were there and all the right. other singers um you know to have benny on the track as well and it's just um it was a very special time for me i think and i've managed to kind of use that in lots of performances and things. And, you know, when it, it's a different niche again, because a lot yeah. of people want that where, you know, can you fuse stuff together without it kind of going too crazy, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yes. So, so I think that's, that was one point. And then, um, you know, also yellow singing for yeah. yellow. And again, it was a completely Western style of singing with yeah. Marathi lyrics. Um, right. And for a movie that um, has a really great um, message and uh, brings out awareness, uh, you know, it was about a, a girl uh, with Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, and she's, I mean, who, the girl who it was based on is actually in the movie. And, you know, she was uh, coming on all the promotion tours with us and things. And yeah. even, like, I mean, she, it was wonderful because... I was mostly in the car with her mm. and um, she would always want to take my headphones and she'd put on the song from yellow or whatever. And she'd just be like singing it out, you know, to our heart's content, just yeah. singing on her own, just with the headphones. And I would just look at her and I'd be like, this is it. This is yeah. what, this is what we do. This is what we all do. Right. And she's, a pr this is what music can do. It's just, it just made her so happy. And yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that. And I think that being able to work on projects like, like that, um, you know, are, are fulfilling as well yeah. as, um, you know, as, as well as um, challenging and enjoyable, you know? So it's kind of in yeah. encompasses like, the, like everything. You know? Well, and do you think that you're most proud of those moments like the, you know, engagement at Coke Studios or the, or the um, song for the film, you know, uh, the yellow piece? Yeah. Is that easy to be proud of because it says so much about you and who you are? I think so, yes. I think that it's, it kind of represented me. Um, it was a closer representation of um, the kind of work that I would want to do. And, um, you know, I mean, even I, I have sung um, a, 
a few songs for Chinar Mahesh as well for Marathi movies. Sure. Um, and there was one item song, which yeah. is not really in my zone, but it was, but at the same time, I mean, uh, it's kind of like singing any um, faster, maybe, you know, a song which has certain innuendos or where you have to like express it in a different way. You know, it's, it's just kind of like doing, doing it like that. It's just that approach to it. It's just yeah. that it's in a different, slightly different style and language. What's next for you now? Where, you know, this has been such a strange uh, time in COVID and the pandemic and, but yes. what are some of the next directions for you? Where do you hope to see your uh, next successes? Um, in in music, you know, I would want to start working on my own kind of music um, writing. Uh, there have been, like I said, I'm doing some collaborations uh, mm. at the moment, or or I have in the part even during lockdown. I a friend of mine in Delhi messaged me, and um, we did the All You Need Is Love. We did um, yes a collaboration, you know, during this beautiful. during the pandemic. Yeah, and it was it, it turned out really nice, and it was just. It, it's nice because I think um, when things like this happen in the world, people tend to come together mm. in a way that maybe we don't when we're kind of just getting on with our lives, right. you know, and we kind of, people tend, artists tend to be like, let's collaborate and let's yeah. just, you know, because we all want to feel that, that emotion of creating something and kind of yeah. hearing different voices and expressions on it and, you know, it kind of gives you that feeling of unity. And, um, you know, I love to just, you know, if someone says, can you get on a track? Um, and obviously, I mean, you know, I, if it's a great artist or like a great song, then, yeah. and I feel it straight away, then I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, I'd love to write to this or, you know, sure. send me some more tracks. And yeah, and I think I want to be able to kind of do that for myself, even if it's not um, completely Hindi. I, I just, I, because I write in English, I can't write in Hindi or Marathi, like lyrics yeah. wise. Sure. Uh, compositions I could probably do a little yeah. here and there but yeah so when I compose and write in English then um, I would want to kind of do my own stuff maybe release my own uh, music and of course uh, films are always there that's yeah. always in the back of my mind but but at the moment yeah I'm just I'm still learning I still do sessions online I yeah. try once a week with my teacher with Gita yeah. Auntie, and um yeah, I mean, even at her age now, she's set up her laptop and is trying to teach online. So, you know, I mean, everyone's trying to do it, what they can. So, well, I, yeah. I, can, I can speak for a lot of people, and that is yeah. that whenever someone is hearing some of your music, they're in the right place at the right time yeah. listening to you. Yeah. Um, so Apeksha, it's been so lovely to catch up with you. Um, Thank you so much. I hope you'll come and join us uh, sometime again. I will, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Always, 
बस Check out ruckusavenueradio.com for more information for the latest on station programming and more. 